show you how. Hello again, and welcome to Build Your Own Funnel. This is the podcast where we, inbound marketers, teach you, remodelers, how to build your own marketing and sales funnel. On this podcast, we are never shy about diving into the weeds and giving concrete examples of campaigns that we've seen and run that have worked, boosting sales for remodelers like yourself. I am your co-host, Malachi Price. I am Builder Funnel's inbound marketing consultant, and today I am joined by Builder Funnel president and co-host, Danielle Russell, and our consulting specialist and DJ, Matt Ehrlich. Yeah. Uh, another special episode for you guys today because it's not just us three. We do have a guest again. Um, so let's let's hop into it. Who is our guest for today? Um, Danielle, I'll let you introduce the guest. We'll try something different. Love that. Put me on the spot. Yep. Today, we have Tyler Sinden joining us all the way from Toronto. Not, not Toronto. Where are you joining us from today, Tyler? <laughs> Technically, Bell River, but then it got classified as Lakeshore because it was really small. So they joined it into a bigger community. So Lakeshore, Bell River, Ontario, which is close Canada. to Toronto. Close enough. Yeah. Canada. There Very cool. Very cool. For those of you listening, so... the only thing you need to take away from that is uh, Eastern <laughs> Canada. Who cares Canada. about the details? Canadian. Um, Tyler's been at Builder Funnel for over two years now. So super excited to hear this case study. Um, I've already read through it, so I'm particularly pumped when we get to the results section. So Tyler, can you tell us a little bit about this client and what their biggest challenge was when you started working with them? Uh, yeah, so this client is Seven Woods Fine Homes. They are specialized with custom homes and whole home renovation. So they're slightly different than what we typically work with as design builders that do smaller renovations, kitchens, bathrooms, they typically don't do that. The usually the whole project, they do that and they're in the Toronto region and it's like the old Toronto region. Um, that's what we classify it as, but that's kind of the area, but he likes to just say Toronto in general. So that's pretty much what he, what he does as a whole. And he's a typical, he's more of a luxury higher end, uh, contractor. Yeah, we use a lot of their projects even internally to study um, design phrases and learn about different types of projects. So super cool. Cool. Yeah, Jen did do a uh, a little presentation on their one one project that they did was a really cool project. Do you remember what style that was? Japandi. Japandi. <laughs> Japandi. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love learning about Japandi. Yeah, it, it was really good because Jen had a lot of a lot of the strategy for this. And uh, honestly, I probably wouldn't have come up with the idea of Japandi and she does research on it. And that project spotlight ended up getting quite a bit of uh, ranking keywords because of Japandi. And um, that's not something you hear very often. So or think of. Real okay. trade, the trend is life. that a style based on like, is it based on Japan? Yeah, I've never heard that term before. Yeah, it's like, uh, is it Scandi? It's I, I'm not sure yeah. what it is. A mix Japanese of it's a mix. Scandinavian. There's a oh. lot of circles, a lot of circles mm -hmm. with the, um, yeah. Very minimalist. That's cool. Right? I didn't know that. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. it is. No funny sound effect, guys. That was a learning moment for me. Just kidding. Hey, stinky. All right. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so... a couple things before we hop into it. Uh, who is Jen? I know who Jen is, but let's give her a shout out. Um, who is that? Is that me? Uh, yeah, yeah. Jen, Jen's awesome. 
Uh, she was my strategist. I was working under as her specialist and now I'm a co-strategist with her. And she helps me out a lot. She did a lot of the strategy for Severn Woods and I did a lot of the implementation of it. And then I took them over after she got the ball rolling for me. And so I can't take all the credit or I, I, I have to give most of the credit to her because without her, I don't know if we would be here. And she came up with a lot of good keywords that we started to rank for. So I think she's been working here for over a year coming approaching a couple years so yeah she's been great and she's taught me a lot oh i mean you're the Shout one on the podcast Jen. right now if you want to just take all the credit like we we won't we won't make a <laughs> I, thing of it yeah let's just cut all that out and i'll take all the credit <laughs> okay we'll do that matt cut that out <laughs> of post. um if you guys are hearing this section of the episode it's because matt didn't do his job properly uh, before we skip over it, it's it's part of the theme of the podcast. Is anyone drinking anything interesting today? I'm curious it's to know not... what you're drinking, Tyler. Yeah, I just took a sip of some of the finest lakeshore water filtered by Samsung's uh, fridge. <laughs> That'd be filtered. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all the detail. That does make it more interesting. Samsung fridge. Yes. I'm drinking unfiltered water because, mm. yeah. I'm living that rock and roll lifestyle. So. <laughs> Just got my Cape May IPA. Um, feels like summer. Cape May. It's in like the southernmost tip of New Jersey. Beautiful beach. Um, Which listeners yeah. will remember is recession proof. <laughs> yes. Throwback to, episodes. <laughs> I don't know, two episodes ago probably. <laughs> what did I say about referring to <laughs> Dear listener, we have three rules on this podcast. No politics, no religion, and Mal cannot refer to previous episodes by number. So yeah, two episodes ago, we were talking about um, what we were just referencing. Um, anyway, that part might get edited out anyway. So Tyler, why don't we hop into it? Um, tell us what the main challenge was for this client. Tell us what the strategy was, how we uh, how we addressed those challenges, and what was the outcome? Uh, yeah. So one of the main issues that Seven Woods struggled with was generating leads to their website, and you know, convert or getting leads. They didn't get very many visitors, so it was both getting visitors to the website and then converting them into leads that we could put in the pipeline and potentially sell to them later down the line. So that was the main issue. And it was just, yeah, it was just trying to get people there and converting them into leads. And I feel like there's another question that I completely forget. Um, it should all be in this case study, uh, the challenge, the strategy, and then the outcome. Yeah. So I pretty much just covered the challenge, the challenge, obviously getting people to the website, getting page views and then converting them into leads. And then the strategy was uh, pretty much just what we typically do here at Builder Funnel is implement these blogging strategy with inbound marketing and getting uh, implementing also the converting pieces, which are typically the cost guides. Those are really popular. That's helped us out quite significantly with getting people to the website. Those are some of our fewest, highest blogs being the gut remodel cost blog. And then another cost blog, those are our highest ranking blogs. And 
they convert really well. They, the other one's renovation and we did really well with renovations and we wanted to start pushing custom homes as well because they weren't getting as many custom home leads. So we started to add some pop-ups for custom homes because we were getting a lot of traffic to the website through our blogging and inbound marketing and just pretty much everything that we did with the inbound marketing focus that we do here at Builder Funnel. So I'm going to zoom out for a second. So when we're talking about um, getting new traffic from blogs, uh, Mal, Tyler, Matt, any of you, what are some of the key tactics that we implement to help that strategy be successful and help pages rank? You want me to? Okay, Mal's about yeah, to talk. I mean, this, is, got it. this is one of my favorite subjects, but actually, Tyler, I'm going to make you talk about it. I want a different perspective than what the, the listeners usually get. I feel like you were going to say keyword research because you really love doing that and looking up SEO. I'm not sure, but it's just looking up those keywords that rank and that have the potential to be able to uh, have us be able to take over those keywords when someone's searching Google. And I think it comes down to uh, the client. The cl I'm going a little bit off topic here, but the client was really collaborative with us. He basically people go to Google, they search for something, they want an answer. The clients, they have all the knowledge. They have all the answers that these people are looking for on Google. And he was really collaborative with us and gave us so much information. And I think that's a huge part of how we were able to get all these website visitors, get all these leads because we were giving them such good, valuable information and we were answering their questions. And at the end of the day, that's what Google wants to see. Google wants to see you answer these people's questions. And if Google sees that, they're going to rank you higher. And with the information that Tom was given us, uh, we were able to rank high. And I don't think I answered your question, but. <laughs> no, no, I like this. I like this digression mm -hmm. um, because this isn't something that I think we've talked about yet on the show. Um, at, like uh, listeners, I'm addressing you directly. Um, has this ever happened to you? Have you ever been on a blog where it's like very clear that it was written by AI or just, it's just completely generic content. Um, and you can tell that it was written just to get you on that page and maybe not actually to help you out all that much as opposed to, you know, what is better content, more helpful content is when it's more personalized, like to your brand, especially if you're, if you're a remodeler and you're bringing people to your website it's great if you're answering their questions on say costs, that could be enough. Um, but if you really want to move them down the funnel, you really want to warm them up, tell them about your costs, tell them about yourself, make it clear that this wasn't just a copy and paste of someone else's blog on the internet, which by the way, is a thing that's happened to, to it's us illegal. before. And we tracked those things down and got rid of them. But anyway, that's another digression, but. Not the took them out. <laughs> not the people responsible. Just the the. I'll just leave it at that. So we're I'm gonna not jump in with, Yeah. Well, one more cool, timely, relevant note also is Google announced that they're updating their algorithm to promote content that is actually like worth reading. So it's not just keyword stuffed. And what you're hearing from Tyler right now is. Number one, they're already doing that. So they'll see quick impacts when this algorithm goes live, which I think at the time of this recording was this week. 
I believe this or last week. Um, and also just people will spend more time on your page if they're actually reading your content and not just seeing, oh, okay, so like Mel said, AI wrote this or it's just keyword stuffed and bounce really quickly. Bouncing hurts your SEO, uh, whereas in your page rankings, whereas time spent on page, so encouraging people to read an entire blog improves your rankings. Yeah, so bringing this back around, I guess, to, to where we started, um, your your point, Tyler, was that um, a lot of the success came out of the fact that uh, the remodeler worked with you on personalizing this content. That's how I understand it. That's what you're getting at, right? Yeah, pretty much exactly that. He personalized it. He We got it in their tone, and he was giving us the information straight from him. So, I mean, that's pretty much all you can ask for because that's answering these people's questions that they have. Hell yeah. Great. Well, tell us about the results. Tell us what came out of this. Yeah. So at the start, they didn't have much traffic. They didn't have many leads and what he classifies as leads and what we classify as leads are somewhat different. And he might say that, um, we didn't get like the appropriate leads because they ser service such a small area. So it get, it's a little bit tough because he's, as he says, he serves the 1% of Toronto. So it's really hard to target just that 1%. Mm. And pretty much what the results were, weren't getting much traffic, weren't getting many leads. And what ended up happening is, uh, I don't really know the exact percentage, but we went from not much traffic organically, not much keywords ranking, and not much organic at all. I think I just said that, but, and then we just increased it quite significantly to where they were getting so many keywords. They were popping up on the zero search whenever someone searched, uh, cost or how much a Toronto home renovation costs. And they were just popping up there. There was multiple other ones that they were popping up for on the zero search. And that just led to a lot of people just coming into their blog because he was giving them that valuable information, giving them their answers that they were searching Google for. And then that just kind of snowballed into more and more people. And his blogs just continually ranking because once we started getting more traffic on these first few blogs and Google realized that he was an authority and he gave good information, our new blogs that we would put out Google's like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. And that would help us with the, our other blogs. And that just helped kind of snowball and trickle the whole effect up. So it was just a constant increase with uh, views, page views. And with those views, we tried to convert them with our CTAs, bringing them to the cost guides and also co the contact form, trying to get people to contact them as well. Majority of the traffic I think it's pretty even to be honest with blogs and their web service pages, like their homepage, what we do, how we do it. Uh, I think they're pretty even, but we do get quite significantly more cost guide downloaders, but that's also because those people are more top of the funnel. And I believe as Spencer said, there's only 4% people that are actually in the market currently looking, whereas 96% of people are just shopping around. So we're collecting as many people shopping around as possible and our numbers have gone up quite significantly in our first few months. I'm pretty sure we were 
only around probably under 10 contacts for the few, first few months. And like, this has been said before on the, these episodes, but inbound marketing takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen within the first few months. This took a lot of time and a lot of time to build up. And within those first few months, we were only getting like under 10 and then under 20. And then it just slowly built up. And we went from under 10 contacts per month, downloading cost guides, contacting them. And now we're up over 60 plus fairly consistently each month, which is in my opinion, pretty good. But majority of them are cost guide downloaders and he wants contact form filler, people that fill that out. And so that's where we're trying to struggle right now. We just built out some service area pages with Toronto luxury renovators and custom home renovators to try and get those pages ranking because with those pages, those are more people searching specifically for that and maybe middle of the funnel. So we're trying to increase that, those results, uh, currently, I guess that's more so moving forward, but this is kind of talking about the past. A couple more questions about the past. If you'll indulge me, of course, a couple of the things you said piqued my interest. Um, Okay. So you, you mentioned how maybe only 4% of, of people who are looking around are actually serious about potentially making a purchase soon about starting a project. Um, and I like that you mentioned that because I can already imagine remodeler Ron seeing all of these increases in traffic numbers and being like, well, I don't, don't care. I want more leads. Um, so if do. you wouldn't mind scrolling down a little bit, we could talk about that lead increase that you're showing off down here. Um, pretty big percentage. <laughs> it's not what, bad. <laughs> yeah. What is the growth percentage of leads and, and what is the time frame that we're talking about? Man, this They're chart looks funny. Honestly, this chart <laughs> looks funny because it's only like four months, but I'm pretty sure it's year over year from January to January. And I, I feel like it's, but uh, new contacts this year is 229. It's an increase of 700% um, in the past. I'm guessing it's around 30, 35 contacts. So it went from 35 to 229. Incredible. Uh, just to, I imagine maybe a lot of the people listening to this podcast might not have enough of a frame of reference to, 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 to understand that growth. But right next to it on the graph, it says the growth in sessions by comparison. 420% growth in sessions as compared to 720% growth in new contacts. Usually you would see the amount of new sessions increase significantly more than new contacts. But what this suggests to me is that not only are we bringing in a whole bunch more new traffic, but it's more qualified than the traffic was before. And that's amazing. Another I, thing that I wanted to comment on, sorry, if you had a, did you no, have anything I, else to say? No, I didn't have anything to say. I just, that's just interesting hearing that interpretation of it. I just didn't think of it that way. I don't know how I thought of it, but I never, but that's cool. Well, that's why it's exciting to me. I'm not used to seeing that kind of ratio. It's beautiful. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. And thanks to Jen, because we all yes. know this is actually her doing. Pretty much. Uh, and if you wouldn't mind scrolling up again, uh, I feel like there's something else I wanted to talk about here. Oh yeah, um, the increase in in organic keywords that mm -hmm. you saw here. So um, remind me what what is the time frame for that that first graph that we're looking at here? If you're listening and you can't see the graph, I'll I'll explain in a moment. 
Yeah. So that first graph, that was pretty much when we first started. So about a year and a half ago, I took the second screenshot, maybe a year and like three months after. So a little bit over a year. Okay. Awesome. Frame. I, I feel like sometimes we accidentally contradict ourselves because we're like inbound marketing takes time. And then I see crap like this and I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> that was pretty quick. Um, but what I'm looking at here is a year and a half ago, uh, this client had 39 ranking organic keywords, 39. Um, and now we're at 1.1 thousand. That's over the course of a year and a half. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. I don't have any yeah. questions or anything. These are just comments. <laughs> I just like what I'm seeing. Yeah, they're actually doing much better. Uh, within the last, since I took this last screenshot, I believe they're at, I want to say 1.7K keywords and organic traffic. I want to say they're at 2,000 plus. So they're oh, wow. up quite a, yeah, they're up quite a bit just from the last few months since the last time I took that screenshot. Incredible. Okay. I, I um, have enough. I got it backwards. Oh, nice. 2.2 thousand for traffic and then 1.6 thousand for organic keywords. Yeah. So I guess that's a another area where it's the snowball effect where that just doubled the organic keywords just doubled with only in a, mu a couple months because yeah. that was at 1.1 K and now it's at 2.2. We call that I'm paraphrasing kind of bastardizing things that uh, Spencer said before, but I've heard it referred to as the uh, hockey stick growth. Where, Could you um, give us an example of what the hockey stick is? Every single time you bring up the hockey stick thing, you incorrectly de describe it or define <laughs> it or something. This is like the third time on this podcast you've tried to work this in. Danny, please can help you me learn. help me, please? Can you explain it? I'm, Should I'm, we pretty, sure I, I'm pretty sure I listened to an episode where they said you butchered it, so that's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> so i kind of like i didn't hear the danny save me i didn't hear the episode where you explained it so i i'm kind of interested how you explained it i mean i guess you... i'll never explain it again <laughs> at this rate if you're holding a hockey stick um i feel like tyler should be the one telling us this straight out of canada but essentially there's like the short end that isn't growing much and then very quickly very suddenly a stark increase to the right and up in the shape of a hockey stick some might say thank you Daniel, for saving me there okay well this is this has been a fun one um i'll stop bugging you tyler oh. uh with the commentary Danielle, did you have anything that you wanted to ask about before we wrap this episode? Because it's cut off in the screenshot in this in our SEO tool that we use to really benchmark our clients and their, um, in particular, their SEO growth and improvement, or as some might call it, optimization. Uh, your traffic value is at $828. And just like as a, as a reference point for our dear listeners, what that means is every month, the amount that a competitor would have to spend in PPC dollars to get the same traffic flow, the same website visitors to their site, um, they would have to spend 
$828 in order to compete head to head with Severn Woods. And they are doing this without running ads at the point of this case study. Um, can you just talk us through some of, I know we talked about keyword research, but some of the other ways that you have increased website traffic to that extent, that's pretty massive. Yeah, I think a lot of what that value comes back to is the keywords that you're ranking for. There are some keywords that are more valuable than others. There's a way that you can look at all the individual keywords and their how much they cost. And a lot of the cost value keywords have a lot of ranking potential, or not ranking, but they, what's the word for it? They bring in a lot of value for dollars and that's basically their bread and butter with what they rank for so much in the region. They rank for home addition costs, renovation costs, and that basically equates to a majority of their whole value in their ranking. So it's just finding those high keywords that are just really valuable to you and your company. And I think we did a really good job at securing those keywords. And I feel like you ask me questions and I have no idea if I answer them or not. And I just talk and I don't know what I'm saying. And <laughs> I just keep talking. So I don't know if I answer that. Yeah, you crushed it. Okay. Yeah. That, that's good to hear then. Quick refresher too on keywords. Um, so what Tyler means when we're finding keywords uh, is that we are finding what specific things uh, your potential website visitors or your potential clients um, are typing into the search bar uh, that we would want you to show up for in the search results. So again, that's part of Tyler and Jen's strategy with this client was finding those keywords uh, incorporating them into the content, not just literally keyword stuffing because that doesn't work anymore, but just making sure that you respond to the user intent, the, the, the thing that's on the user's mind when they're typing in that keyword into their search bar, and you're giving them the content that that person would want based on the keyword that they're typing in. Quick refresher on keywords. Cool. Well, unless anyone has anything to add, Tyler, is there anything more you want to say about the strategy and all the stuff for this client? I feel like it's been said. I've said it. Other people have said it. It takes some time, but if you, you have all the knowledge, just put that knowledge in, into blogs, into your website. And over time, people are going to find their answers there and it's just going to build up over time. And there's just going to be a huge snowball effect. If you do have a team, collaborate with them because... That's what we did with Tom here at Severn Woods and also Jen. Uh, Tom's wife is Jen, name's Jen too. And she helped a lot too with pushing content and getting it out. So a couple of Jens on the team here. So it was a lot of collaboration and they helped a lot. So if you're a design builder or whatever you are, you have all the information that people are looking for on Google. So just give them the answers. And I just want to shout out Jen again. Wouldn't be here without her and, don't know if we would have gen? these results. The Gen on Builder Funnel, Gen Craft. Cool. Well, shout out to Jen, Jen, Tom, and Tyler for what they've accomplished. Um, thanks, Tyler, for being on the show. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks um, for having me. 
Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, you know, I think you've read this book as well, the one that we're about to talk about. Danielle, um, what's up with this book? It is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint, How to Attract Quality Leads, Increase Sales, and Dominate Your Competition by Spencer Powell, CEO here at Builder Funnel. We are giving away this book to the first five people to leave a review of this podcast. So no matter what you think of it, hopefully you love it. Hopefully you're already seeing results. You're implementing strategies and tactics from episode one and you're seeing the numbers look like a hockey stick. And this book will only help you improve that hockey stick growth. So leave us a review. I will personally mail you a copy of this book. You can take all of our best tips and tricks, implement them yourself. You don't even need us. You can do it all on your own. We just want to see you guys grow. For free? For free! The small cost of writing a podcast review for us. Hmm. Time is money, so I guess there's a little bit of a cost associated with it, but hopefully we're providing enough value that it is a no-brainer for people, and then they're going to receive even more value in their mailboxes at home. That's awesome. I can't believe we're we're giving these away for free. Spencer made me buy mine. (laughs) I want my $50 back. Go knock on his door right now. Yeah, I will. Okay, (laughs) Matt, if you wouldn't mind cueing the outro music, I think that's where we're going to wrap this episode. Thank you again for listening to the show. Um, I hope you learned something. I hope you can use it. Um, I hope you have something to take away from this, and we'll see you on the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.